<laughs> Good evening, Tim. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing very well. We we all switched off. Yeah, no, I'm playing push the button. Which <laughs> button am I pushing? So, sorry, man. You were um, you look so tan. Um, you were at the Fish River Canyon. I was, yes. Okay, so for the listeners, this is the time to ask all your hiking questions. Call us on 021-446-0567, SMS on 31567, WhatsApp on 725-678-1567. All your hiking questions, Tim will answer them. <laughs> Fish River Canyon. So, yeah. okay, let's start from the very, very beginning. Where is the Fish River Canyon and how long is the hiking trail? Okay, so Fish River Canyon is sadly not in South Africa. It would be nice if it was. I think I'd <laughs> visit it a lot more if it was. Um, but it's in Namibia. So it's uh, southern Namibia, about an hour and a half drive from the South Africa-Namibian border. Did you drive there? We drove. Um, very early start. I think um, I was so nervous the night before that I got absolutely zero sleep. So then just decided to wing it and um, stay awake the whole night. And uh, got into the car at about 5 o'clock, set off, and we got there at about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Sure. And the trail itself? So the trail itself is five days. Um, it's around about 65 kilometers. Some people say it's 90. Um, if you had to follow the riverbed itself the whole way, then yes, it is 90 kilometers. But the, the true trail itself with all the shortcuts um, through it are, is around about 65 k's. And that is enough. <laughs> when you're in the desert, 65 kilometers is a very, very long way to, mm -hmm. to go in, in five days. Okay, so um, I was about to ask you what kind of terrain, but I mean, it's Namibia, so it's going to be dry. It's going to be, yeah. I, I expect it to be dry. I was, in, I, went, I was in Namibia once a long, long time ago, and I remember just that it was beautiful. It is stunning. A beautiful and dry. Very dry, very barren, but beautiful in its mm -hmm, own right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's not much around besides the, the Karoo that yeah. kind of looks like it, and it's still not quite exactly yeah, the same. No, as, no. Um, and nobody Namibia. comes down the road for the longest time. Exactly. It I think scared me. In an hour and a half, I think we passed one car. Yeah. No, it really <laughs> scared me. I, you know, it's like, I don't care. Bear Grylls can tell me all his stories. He's dying in this desert. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, there's... The, the one thing that you, you do, um, what I battled with in the beginning, but kind of then got to love, is the, the solitude and the, the quietness. It's mm -hmm. just, it actually, when you stop walking and stop making any noise with your feet or anything like that, it is quite bizarre too. There's no crickets, there's no, <laughs> there's just nothing. There are no bushes. There's, yeah. It is very, very Because there's not a lot of wildlife. It's too dry. Well, you you think there wouldn't be a lot of wildlife. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I was very amazed by um, when we were on the trail is that it seemed like there were as many animal tracks as there were human tracks. But did in you the see any animals? We saw ostrich. That was about <laughs> it. <laughs> we didn't. I saw one lizard. <laughs> I think it just gets too hot. You know, most days it's sort of mid-30s to upper-30s. Mm. I mean, our last day was 39 degrees. Gosh, you know, one of my favorite stories to tell about Namibia, besides being poop scared, because <laughs> there's nobody coming in. Oh, my God, if the car breaks down now, it's not going to find Vidbiana, you know. Um, <laughs> but one of my favorite stories is I, I'd been there for two or three days, and it's dry, 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 dry. And then all of a sudden, one day, it rained for yes. five minutes, like big, fat, juicy drops, blah, 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 Absolutely. for five minutes. 
And after that, the ground was just green. Really? Yeah, stuff just came out of the dirt. Grass and, and leaves and things just came out of the dirt. It was the ma- most amazing thing. It was like when they, you do one of those time lapse yes. yeah, yeah, uh, no. videos. Well, I it, promise you, it was just the amazing. First night we were in the canyon, um, most of us had tents. But we had left the fly sheets behind purely because it's just so hot. And it's the, the tents were there more purely for trying keeping the mosquitoes away than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, I ended up leaving my tent packed away because it just, it was, it was around about 20, 25 degrees at night, every night, and no wind whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it rained the first night and it, we kind of, Got a little bit concerned because now <laughs> not all of us have tents and, and cover and yeah, yeah. how are we going to cope with this? And for a moment, we kind of forgot we were in a desert. And um, within about five minutes after it rained for 20 seconds, it was, it was gone as if it again. never happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened three times in the space of an hour, which is quite bizarre. It's fantastic. So now, what was your biggest highlight on the trip? Look, my, my biggest highlight, I would say the solitude is mm-hmm. just it, it, you, I'm not a, a spiritual kind of person, but I promise you, if you go out there, you have a lot of time to think um, while you're walking, and, and often you're walking on your own mm-hmm. um, because the, not everyone walks at the same speed. So you will have a lot of time to to think and ponder through things. And I think the solitude, you actually, I miss it. <laughs> I right. miss having that um, just walking and and no. being one with nature and. Not seeing or hearing another animal or anything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. And how many uh, were in the group? So we, I'd, I'd put a group of of eleven together, mm-hmm. and inevitably, like all the hikes I organise, people pull out. <laughs> they always pull out because life happens. I'd planned this for a year. Wow! Um, and you need to plan quite far in advance. Um, to, to well, do a five-day hike is a is a big thing. I mean, it it's is no joke, and and you're in the middle of nowhere. You're in the middle of absolutely nowhere, and I mean, the, getting back to the the highlights, the, the sleeping under the stars. Mm. I, I don't know if you've slept under the stars in Namibia. It is a whole different experience. Mm. Um, you you see a universe that yeah. is the sky five looks different. I always say to people, it's better. a different sky. Yes, you don't. Uh, it sounds silly, but when you're there and you look up and then you realize. Okay, it is a different sky. Yeah, well, I mean, I for a while I thought there's this one cloud that doesn't seem to change in shape and hasn't moved anywhere, and then I realized it was part of the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this white mass that looks like a bit of a mist, but it's part of the Milky Way. So you can actually see also, it's so much clarity, there's nothing in the oh, way. Yeah. Uh, and shooting stars, just every now and then you All see a the shooting place. star come screaming across the sky. So I have to ask because um, I used to be quite a big hiker and then as you said, life got in the way <laughs> um, and now, I mean, the sound of a five-day hike is quite intimidating to me but also, I want to do the Inca Trail actually. Mm. Uh, that's on my bucket list. Um, I've been in the very, very, very fortunate position of, I, have com- I compiled a bucket list about 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, it was 10 things. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I'm not ambitious enough. It was a bucket list of 10 things, and uh, I've wiped out 75% of my bucket list. Well, there you go. It's so. a bite-sized bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm starting again. But the thing is, you know, just very quickly on the bucket list, it's amazing how things that seem unattainable become attainable when you focus 
oh, yeah. on getting them. No, absolutely. You know, it's amazing because on that bucket list, that that, and that's why it was ten because I thought. You know what are my chances? Let me let yeah. me just rather uh, rather make it small because in any case I'll only get to to half of them. So I, I honestly thought I'd I'd get to five of these. You know. Yeah. So so what happened? I focused on five of them, and in two three years, I ticked off the five. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, wow, and then I ticked <laughs> off another two. So now there's just three on it. So now it seems a little it's a little empty. What a bucket list. <laughs> now it's a bit it's pitiful. So now I have to to you know um. Grow it some more But I mean the point of that story Is I want to just tell anybody Who is working on a bucket list Or who thinks Ugh, You know they'll never do it It's amazing how Once you put that bucket list together And you put your intention on it You actually can Things that you thought You couldn't do Or you wouldn't do Or it's just not possible For a variety of reasons It's like the universe Actually works with you mm. But enough of that So, But I Yeah, yeah I mean with, with the Fish River I, I have been talking about it For five years Well, well there and you go And she just got sick And tired of talking about it and, <laughs> and then just phoned And made the booking And um, then kind of regretted That it was a year and That I had to wait And how many people went? Eleven of us Eleven all went. Yeah, so all eleven of us. So it it, it changed pretty much ninety percent of the people who originally were going to be with me pulled out and and. But you very quickly find people, find people who, who definitely want to be on the, the Fish River Canyon. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we we had a great time. I, I met new people, and, and it was really yeah, it was fun. So just more practically, so because I'm thinking of the Inca the Inca Trail. Sorry, it's just a little <laughs> bit about me, <laughs> just just for two minutes. Um, I'm thinking about doing the Inca Trail, and it's also a three or four day hike. So I'm listening to you, and what I'm thinking, because I'm not a terribly huge physical person, is how much food am I going to be carrying for a four good five question. day hike? Very good question, because I tell you what, when five day hike, when mm. I f- I think I. I Packed and unpacked my backpack for about two weeks, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and every day would unpack and pack again, and because you've got to find the right kind of place for everything, right? You've got to get the weight distribution properly. It is a bit of an art form, and you, you know your first one is going to be super heavy, and then you start whittling it down okay. to to the fact that you can actually pick the backpack up (laughs) because it can get very, very heavy. I mean, it can get up to 20 odd kilograms if you really wanted to. I actually do that with my my hand luggage when I'm going somewhere on a plane. (laughs) It's not a bad thing to do. I do with my luggage because my thing also, again, not a very big person, my thing is can I lift it up by myself and put it in the overhead, yeah. in the overhead stowage compartment. Because <laughs> I don't want to be one of those women who is asking some man, please, can you help me put my luggage? <laughs> I pack the damn thing. I should be able to lift it above my head and put it away without effort, without falling <laughs> over, and without needing help. So I do that. I can, yeah, no, I know that. In and out, in and out. What do I really need? What do I really not need? Yeah, so I mean, even when we got to IIS, which is the resort where you finish and um, you don't start because you've, you've got an hour and a half drive from there to the start, which is probably one of the dustiest drives I've ever done in my life. Um, but when you, you start from there, we met people that had just come off the trail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you interrogate the heck out of them because you want to know yeah, what's what the water s- yeah. situation like, what's the temperature. Which is my like. next question is about water. So unfortunately, it is quite dire at the moment. Um, I spoke to somebody on Messenger the other day who is going in a month's time. Mm-hmm. They've been they did it about a month or a, a year ago, the same time, and they said they had the exact same opposite to what we had. 
So we basically battled to try and find water. Well, not battled, but we, we, we had to really be careful about where mm. we, you know, it, it was part of the planning each day of, of where we're going to push on to and where could we possibly find water. So the water levels are definitely getting lower and lower, mm. mm-hmm. which is a real concern because this is after their rainy season. And so it sounds like they haven't had a proper rainy season. So okay. I, th- I think the day we left, they sent some rangers in to actually just go and assess what the um, levels are like. Because most of the pools that I got into were sort of waist high at the, at the best. Okay. Um, and, yeah, when it's 39 degrees, you'll take what you can get. So you lie down yeah. in the mud and, yeah. and, yeah. and take that, that yeah. water. But um, a lot of the water not running. I think we came across two pools where the water was actually, you could actually see the bottom. Most of the pools, when you put your foot in, up to your ankle, your foot, when they just mm-hmm, disappear mm-hmm. because the water was so muddy. Wow. Okay, so we're going to very quickly take a call. We've got Jeff on the line from Weinberg who wants to ask you a question about the Fish River hike. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Jeff. The, the, the Fish River, is that the one that you're talking about, the, um, the silence um, that you said, it, you said it was a Namibian walk? Is it the same walk? That's correct, yes. Okay, brilliant. Are you allowed to take your cat with? Your cat? Yes. Um, I highly doubt it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got their own cats there, which are a little bit bigger than our domesticated ones. <laughs> okay, I'll have to leave her with someone. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. no. All right, no problem. Great stuff. So do people take cats, pets on hikes sometimes? Well, maybe it's a day hike. If it's a day hike, people do take their dogs. Um, I, I don't. I have heard of people taking their cat. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, look, it does happen. I mean, there happen. are people who train cats the same way they train dogs. Yeah. And in fact, it's very possible. But most people just go with the notion of, oh, cats like to just do their own thing. But you can actually um, you can actually train a cat. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I've never actually seen a cat being walked on a leash. But I've, re- <laughs> I've read about it. I have read about well, it. Well, talking about cats, the, the amount of cat paw prints that we mm-hmm. saw in the mud um, because the mud, you know, you see that sort of cracked earth mm-hmm. that was everywhere between pools. It was absolutely everywhere. So a lot of the animals have walked in the mud mm-hmm. and left their mark behind. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever seen so many leopard print, caracal, um, roy cut prints, baboons, um, zebra, horse. We saw two wild horses that are in the in the canyon as well. Which is I've quite heard special. there were a couple of wild horses. They in were at the Sulphur Springs um, for hours, uh-huh. and so we got lots of photographs. They weren't bothered by us at all, and they were munching on the nice green grass because the water at the Sulphur Springs is obviously nice and green. Okay, so um, you were saying that you had um, apparently Australia is going to cull millions of feral cats that habitat the wild. And are killing millions of wild animals, feral cats. Yeah, that's a, I, have, that's I have heard that before. That they because on that topic, I wanted to ask you, you very calmly said there's a leopard print. And I'm thinking, they can bite you, right? Well, I, no. <laughs> I, I think if they had to, they would. I'm not, I'm not concerned about them at all. Um, the Cape leopard definitely is a very, very shy animal. They don't... They certainly don't hunt human beings, that's for sure. They're not like lions or anything like that. Um, the one night, I think it was on our last night, uh, I got woken up at about 4 o'clock in the morning with a um, jackal calling its mate. Oh. 
which um, I I'd silly. It was a bit silly of me. I'd put my set up my bed and everything a little bit too far away from everybody else and kind of felt a little bit isolated. But they, yeah, they never. We mm-hmm. never had any mm-hmm. scorpion snakes. As I say, that the only the one and only animal I saw was a lizard. Um, so we've got a caller on Trevor from North Pine. Uh, Trevor, how are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Okay, now Trevor, here's the problem. You've got 30 seconds to ask your question because we're running out of time. Go for it, Trevor. Yes, I don't want to ask a question. I just want to tell uh, Tim. Tim, mm-hmm. yeah. When when you when you start the like right at the top, that water looks so green. Yes, and it, and it, and it looks a bit like you you cannot use it. But when you get down there, right at the bottom. Almost a day's climb. It's all right. <laughs> you can drink it. it. It's still very green when you get to the bottom, but yes, you can drink it. We had to use the drops and the, the tablets, but um, you eventually get used to drinking muddy water. Trevor, so thank you so much. We're going to have to say goodbye to you. Sorry, Trevor. We're coming up to the news. Sorry about that. Tom, thank you so much, but news is bombing us out, brother. <laughs> no worries at all. Good evening. If you've just joined us, it's five minutes after nine. I'm Anne Vensel in for Lester Kivett on tonight with Anne Vensel. How'd you like that? I just slipped that one in there. So for the listener who uh, WhatsApped us and said, Cape Talk, what has happened to your standards? This host is awful. This host is Anne Vensel. And I don't care what you think. I'm having a good evening. So whatever, lady or sir, I don't know. I'm having a good evening. So we're still talking to Tim. He's had a fantastic hike in Fish River. I'm so jealous I'm going to go back to being a hiker, but I have the Inca Trail on my bucket list, so I'm still invigorated to go and do that. Join the conversation. Call us on 021-446-0567, SMS 31567, WhatsApp 725, no, 725-6781567. So, Tim, five days, very little water. Yep. Hot, 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 very hot. hot. How bad did you guys smell? Probably very bad, but because we <laughs> right. all smelled the same right. way. <laughs> None of us really cared. And I mean, you get you, you soon get over that. You realize that um, you're self-sufficient. You're out there, and look. Every evening, we would always pick a campsite that had water. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was by about day two. I just said to everyone, "So what are we doing? We, we're jumping into this water that's all muddy and bracky and." Getting soap and washing ourselves all clean and then washing it all off with muddy, <laughs> murky water. We yeah. need to just accept that we're going to be... Because I would think we'd just be washing our faces, yeah. wiping our bottoms and brushing our teeth. That's it. You know, and in the morning sunblock. Yeah. <laughs> and off we go. Exactly. And lots of sunblock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd imagine so. So it's just one of those things that uh, it comes with the territory when you're doing a hike like this. That that's You've just got to accept that that's... What it's going to be, and um, after about day three, I think everyone stops caring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're listening and you want to ask Tim a burning question about his fantastic hike at, at Fish River Canyon, this is your last chance to do that because we're about to wrap up with him and move on to our next guest. So, just a quick reminder call us 021 446 SMS. 31567 and WhatsApp 725-671-567. Um, Tom, if people want to get hold of you, how do they do that? Okay, so if people want to get hold of me, they can get hold of me on uh, email, which is tim at capetownhiking.ca.za, or they can get hold of me on Facebook on my hiking group, which is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. 
and on Twitter is at Hiking Cape Town, and Instagram is Cape Town Hiking. Okay, so before you go, what's your next hike that you've got planned? My next hike is also a doozy. It's um, going to be the Rangis Kop in Robertson, which okay. is two days. Many, okay. It's known as the queen of two-day trails in South Africa. It is first day is straight up, second day is straight back down again. Okay, so before we let you go, we've got Jeff calling us back again with a last question for you. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Tim. Listen, just a quick question. Great show, guys. Um, what Can you compare the Fani Buerta and the Fish River Canyon because they're both five-day hikes? Um, I know there's no comparison because they're different geogra- geographies. Yeah. But in terms of carrying um, provisions, uh, it's probably the same or what? I look to be honest with you. I haven't done the the funny boater. It's it's oh. on my bucket list. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be up there. That's yeah. one of my next ones to be done. But, but the funny boater was was uphill for the first day, and then that was the worst because you were carrying everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. You used everything else along the way. So, I mean, with the fish, the the first two hours. I mean, if you go down Platterclip, that's an hour and twenty minutes, more or less. Um, with a fish, it's two hours or three hours, depending on who you're with, with 16, 20 kilograms on mm. your back. It if des- you're with me, that'll be about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> it destroys your legs. I've got to say, you, you get down to the bottom and you're kind of like, really, this is the way we're going to start this. <laughs> but you soon forget about it because the beauty down there is amazing. But um, I think, yeah, any five-day hike, your preparation in terms of packing has kind of got to be the same. Um, with the fish, I think as less is more. If you, you know, I, I wore one pair of shorts the whole way um, because you're in and out of the water in those pair of shorts. Uh-huh. And um, I, yeah, there's just no need to sort of carry five pairs of pants. Um, there is a need for five pairs of underwear and five pairs of socks because those do, <laughs> those do make a difference. I, I promise yeah. you. All right. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff, for calling in again. And uh, Tim. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm inspired. And um, I'm hoping that, okay, not not your next one. I'm not going to go to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) But sometime this year. Yeah. I'll go on one with you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Have a good evening further.